0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is February 4th, and our reading comes from Matthew chapter 23. Now, if you remember from yesterday, Jesus begins confronting the religious leaders, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, for their hypocrisy and One of the things that we said yesterday is that if you hate hypocrisy, you're in good company. Jesus hates hypocrisy. And in this uh, passage, he really helps us to understand what exactly does hypocrisy look like? Because this is so important. Hypocrisy is not being imperfect. Hypocrisy is pretending to be perfect. And denying your imperfection. Hypocrisy is cleaning up your image in order to hide your corruption. And the good news is, the gospel is, we don't have to manage our image so that God will accept us. Listen, He can see through our hypocrisy. He can see through our mass, through our faking it. What we've got to do is open our hearts and invite Jesus in. The good news is, Jesus came and gave His life for sinners. So we don't have to fake it anymore. We're opening our heart and inviting Jesus to come in and transform us from the inside out. So the reason Jesus hates hypocrisy is because hypocrisy becomes a barrier to a relationship with God and a barrier to the kingdom of God being birthed and growing inside of you. So God hates hypocrisy because it keeps you from having his Best. And so in this passage today, he's going to help us to have a better understanding of what hypocrisy looks like. So beginning, this is chapter 23, in verse 13, he says, What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law and Pharisees, hypocrites, For you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, you won't go in yourselves, and you don't let others enter. So in other words, they wouldn't receive Jesus' invitation to enter into a relationship with him, to enter into the kingdom, to be a part of the banquet. And not only will they not enter, through Jesus, who is the door, the gate, the way into a relationship with God. But because of their hypocrisy and their religion, they're actually keeping other people from accepting that same invitation. They're keeping themselves out, and they've become a barrier keeping other people out. That's hypocrisy. Secondly, in verse 15, he says, what sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You crossed land and sea to make one convert, and then you turn that person into twice the child of hell as you yourselves are. Here's what's so dangerous. If we embrace religion and we begin to manage our image and we become religious, the truth is we're far worse off than we were to begin with. And what Jesus is saying here is y'all go to great lengths to get people to embrace your religious hypocrisy. But when they embrace it, they are full of pride. They think they've arrived. They think they're superior. They think that God owes them a favor. And now all of that religion and all that training, all that hypocrisy has actually made them worse off than before they met you. Then in verse Twenty-three. Again, what sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you're careful to tithe even on the tiniest income from your herb garden. In other words, you go out in your own personal garden and pick some vegetables and you feel obligated to tithe on it. He says, but you neglect, you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy. And faith. Boy, what a word for American culture, right? We might be going through some religious hoops and a religious routine, and we're managing our image, but is there love, justice, mercy, compassion in our hearts for people around us? who are suffering, right? He would say, listen, you don't have to give up on tithing. Tithing is important. Giving is important for the condition of your heart, but let's not neglect justice and mercy and faith. Verse 25, again, you hypocrites, you're so careful to clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisees, first wash the inside side of the cup and dish. So first, deal with your heart. So in the Jewish traditions and laws, there were all kinds of ceremonial cleansing laws about how to wash your hands and your garments and, and all of these things that you could and could not do so that you could stay clean and avoid being unclean, right? And Jesus says you're so focused on the exterior but you're not dealing with what's on the interior, because on the interior, you're dealing with greed and self-indulgence. So let's work on the heart first. And again, this is what a relationship with God's all about. It's not earning the right to know God. It's recognizing our poverty and open our hearts and inviting Jesus in to do a work from the inside out. For Remember what Jesus said? It's out of the heart that flow all of these evil thoughts and behaviors and words. So we want God to be working in our hearts. Verse 27, you hypocrites, you're like whitewashed tombs, beautiful on the outside, but filled on the inside with dead people's bones and all sorts of impurity. So you look great on the outside, but you're responsible for the spiritual death, the spiritual immaturity, the spiritual brokenness in that community. Verse 29, you hypocrites, you build tombs for the prophets that your ancestors killed, and you decorate the monuments of the godly people your ancestors destroyed. So they don't even recognize the hypocrisy of the fact that you're constructing tombs to honor the prophets' that the religious leaders before you killed. It's like they don't even recognize the, the hypocrisy of all that. All of this is a real challenge to us. Let's make sure we're not just being religious. We're not just faking it. We're not just managing our image. That every day we're turning our face and opening our heart to Jesus. Every day we're inviting the Spirit of God to deepen His work in our hearts. Every day, we're trying to walk with God and, and grow in our faith, and we're trusting Him to do in us what we've never been able to do. In fact, when Jesus in the Beatitudes says, said, blessed are the pure in spirit, for they shall see God. The idea of pure in heart, Pure in spirit is authenticity. I'm not faking it. I'm just being honest about where I'm at, but I'm connecting with Jesus. I've opened my heart to Him, and He is working from the inside out to redeem everything in my past and to transform my heart and character, my life. Verse 37 Listen to Jesus pleading, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones God's messengers. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks under her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now look, your house is abandoned and desolate for I tell you this, you'll never see me again until you say blessing on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus is pleading with the Jewish people to come to Him, to trust Him. He desperately wants to gather them to protect them, to nurture them and help them to grow and to mature, but they have rejected the Messiah. And Jesus says, the day will come when He returns and believing Israel sees the Messiah, sees Jesus in all His glory, that they then will finally say, blessed is He who comes in the name of the Lord. Man, let's just ask God to guard our hearts from hypocrisy. Listen, hypocrisy is not being perfect. Hypocrisy is just being honest about our imperfection and inviting Jesus to work in those areas of our lives. Man, that's the secret of the Christian life, and it's the secret to avoiding hypocrisy and avoiding getting stuck in a routine that can keep us out of the kingdom and certainly keep us from reaching maturity. So let's pray about that. Father, thank you so much for this warning. God, we don't want to be hypocrites. We want to be honest, transparent. We want to have integrity. God, and we know that, Lord, this isn't something that we can work up. We need you to come into our hearts and to transform us from the inside out, to heal us, to grow us, to strengthen us, to build our faith, to help us to love you and to be loved by you so that we can love our neighbor well. God, we don't want to be hypocrites at all. We want to be transformed by your power, your presence, your grace. And so today we just open our hearts and invite you in and trust you to do that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.